Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to the world's fastest hypnotist, Sean Michael Andrews. Sean has a huge passion for serving and minding others through his work as a certified hypnotist, a certified instructor of hypnosis, a master NLP practitioner, and also an author, international speaker, and trainer. Wow. So, Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. Brian, thank you very much for inviting me. Very happy to be here. Cool. Me, I'm delighted to have you here, Sean, and you're so welcome. So, Sean, can you start off by telling me a bit about yourself and how you got to here? Okay. Um, well, let's see. I, I, was, I didn't start out as a hypnotist. I was in the military. And following that, I, uh, I worked as a civilian employee of the United States government. So that was about the first 30 years. And um, that was actually the government is where they're, they're actually responsible for getting me into hypnosis, not because I ever did hypnosis for the government, which I did not, but they put me in an NLP class, neurolinguistic programming. And the, the reason why they do that is they take their, their managers and supervisors and they like to pick you out of your office and then drop you in a brand new office with 50 people in it and say, okay, take over and don't break anything. <laughs> and so, and so you have to establish rapport with a whole new workforce and, and not destroy the mission at the same time. So, um, so they sent me to an NLP class and it changed my life. I, I think of my life in two parts before and after NLP. Um, I, I think that my social skills were minimal at best before 1987, when I went to uh, the NLP class, um, I had, <laughs> I, have a, I have a younger sister named Terry and Terry was, Terry has maybe 100 best friends. And I, I always used to envy my sister, Terry, because she, everybody loved her. I mean, I, I had friends, but not like Terry. She was three years behind me. And when we went, went to high school, I was in my senior year. So I was in my fourth year of the school. And Terry came in for her first year. And within a few months, I was known as Terry's brother. You know, <laughs> And I'd been at the school for a long time. But everybody loved Terry. And I just always envied Terry the way she related to people. And with NLP, I could be like Terry. I could... I. I I always loved people. I wanted to, to help people, but I couldn't relate. It was as if, I don't know, it was as if I was uh, uh, a foreigner. I didn't even speak the same language as other people. I didn't know how to relate. And the NLP rapport building techniques that I learned in that course changed my life. Um, I, I just can't, I cannot stress how much it allowed me to have a better life and to help other people. It's, it was just amazing. And I think of NLP as two parts. The one part is the rapport building, which I feel is the most important part. And the other part is the therapy that I use when I'm doing my hypnotherapy. And of those two, the NLP is the, is the more important part. Um, so I, I 
played with NLP, researched NLP for years, and I thought I was a pretty good hypnotist. And uh, then I then I met a real hypnotist and realized I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't a hypnotist. And this hypnosis stuff is so cool that I just had to learn it. So so I um, I lucked into a very very good hypnosis uh, class uh, taught by a gentleman named Gerald Kine. And uh, he was considered by many to be the best hypnosis instructor in the world. And he taught me how to really do hypnosis well. And after that, as as I said, I was working for the federal government. So I had plenty of vacation time and the money to attend classes. So I went in search of the best hypnosis instructors in the world. And after I would finish with each one, finish their class, then I'd look to find out who taught them. And I keep moving up the line until I got to dead people. So, so I, um, I had the best training in the world and that, as you know, I mean, training is, is essential. So, um, I, I got hooked on hypnosis. It is the most interesting thing I've ever done in my life. And I've had some very interesting jobs. Nothing compares with hypnosis. I get so excited, uh, to do hypnosis. It's, I, I can't, I can't describe how, how satisfying it is to me to have this, this skill set, And it's, it's just, it's just the best thing in the world. Now, let me, let me, you introduced me as the world's fastest hypnotist. You know what that means? That, that means that I bought the website worldsfastesthypnotist.com. That's what it means. <laughs> so, <laughs> so any student I've ever had, I tell them, you also are the world's fastest hypnotist now. You, you were um, just, a, you, were, you were the fastest that buying the website. Sean. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> so I tell them, you, you, you now are the world's fastest hypnotist, but you don't own the website. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's, it's, there's only a, a certain speed at which you can do many of these inductions and 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 do them safely so yeah so i'm pretty fast <laughs> but i think my my main thing is uh i i feel i'm really good at getting people into hypnosis no matter what kind of induction i use and uh if you can be hypnotized i'm pretty confident that i can hypnotize you and 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 that's important because Unfortunately, it, uh, as you mentioned, I've, I've spoken in, in uh, well, I've, I've taught in 17 countries now. And I can tell you that all around the world, um, there are people who are hypnotists who don't feel confident in their ability to hypnotize people. And that's, that's crazy. You wouldn't want to, you wouldn't go to a, to a dentist if he wasn't really that clear on how to you know, fill teeth, fill cavities or, or pull teeth or doing like that. But, but unfortunately there are a lot of hypnotists out there who aren't very confident in their ability to hypnotize. And so that's, I think that's my real niche, not really the speed, but the, uh, how knowing how to get somebody into hypnosis so that I can work with them. I mean, I'm not a talk therapist, so if I can't hypnotize the person, how am I going to help them? Well, I could use NLP, but that's, I want I want to get them into hypnosis. That's what they came for, and that's what I want to give them. So that's uh, that's kind of me. I'm sorry that wow. was kind of like, that was sort of long winded there. No, I um, love it, man. I love it, and, and again, like what a fascinating journey. Um, 
um, and I know Gerald Kine's work as well. And again, yeah. like you know, like now I would put you up there with Jerry, but like an another master, like you're you're so lucky to have trained with him. And um, but again, thank you, thank you so much for sharing that journey with me, Sean. And okay. how you mind others, diving deeper, kind of day to day, like you know, you mentioned there, you've done a lot of work in you know, like using hypnosis, NLP, like when, when, let's say when a new client comes to you and you're working with them and how, like, you know, how do you explain what an, what an instant induction is and ah. the benefits of that for that change work that you're going to do with them? Okay. Now this, this may sound surprising to you, Brian, but I almost never use instant inductions in the clinic. Okay. I, um, and uh, they are there so that I can um, work with the difficult people that are a little bit tougher to get into hypnosis, and then I will use them. But in general, I use a rapid induction, the Dave Ellman induction, when I'm in the clinic. Um, and the, the benefit of the instant inductions is that when I go out and, um, and uh, give talks to groups to market my business, then I pull out the instant inductions. And when you do an instant induction, most people have never, ever seen anything like that in their lives. And they are so, they are just astounded that you can put somebody in hypnosis that quickly. And then they want to book an appointment with you <laughs> because they, it's magic, reason, reason, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it it's, is it's magic. magic. They, for some reason they say, okay, if he put her into hypnosis in about two seconds, Obviously, he must be the best therapist in the world, <laughs> which is crazy. I'm a, I'm a pretty good therapist. But when they see that magic, uh, immediately they want to find out about you and how you can help them. So, so that's where I use those. Now, when somebody comes into my, um, my clinic, it's interesting. You, you made me think of something. Um, I, I have to explain hypnosis, and it's it's it can be kind of hard because these people come into your, your uh, office and some of them have had some very difficult lives. And uh, most of my clients were women. Uh, women tend to uh, be interested in hypnotherapy uh, more than men. And so I think 80% of my clients were women. So you've got these women who they've had, some of them had a rough life and some of them have had, bad things happen to them at the hands of, of other men. And, and they come in my office and uh, I close the door. I turn the lights down and I have them close their eyes and submit to a process that most of them have never, ever uh, seen and experienced. Like, um, yeah, it, it's a wonder given all that, that I can get anybody into hypnosis. However, because of my NLP rapport building training, uh, they, they know that they're safe. They know they're safe. And of course they are safe. They, they know that I'm a good person. Well, I am a good person, but I need them to know that. And, and that, and trust, that trust is so important, isn't it? It is. It is. It'd be, I, I would estimate that only 5% of my hypnotherapy clients have ever been hypnotized before. So how in the world do I get them into hypnosis? Well, yeah. I have some tricks <laughs> and, I, and I have a, a, a bunch of inductions that I can use. But I think, well, one of the things, one of the ways I get them into hypnosis 
is I, uh, I explain hypnosis to them very briefly and also the whole time doing my best rapport building with them so that they will feel comfortable. And I'll give you my pre-brief. It usually lasts for 58 seconds. So wait till it gets uh, five, four, three, two, one. All right. There are three common misconceptions about hypnosis. The first one is that there's a loss of control. There's no loss of control in hypnosis. You'd never do anything in hypnosis that you wouldn't normally do. You'd never do anything against your moral, religious, or personal values, or just something you thought was silly. So when you're deep in hypnosis, if I were to tell you, uh, would you stand on your head? You'd say, no, I'm not going to do that. You wouldn't be compelled. The second common misconception about hypnosis is that people tell secrets in hypnosis. And that's not true either. If you had a secret to keep in your normal waking state, you would keep it in hypnosis. You're not going to give me the pin number for your ATM card. And the third common misconception about hypnosis is that people can get stuck in hypnosis. And that's impossible. In 4,000 years of people being hypnotized, nobody ever got stuck. However, when you're in hypnosis, it's going to feel so good. You wish you could get stuck, but you can't. And that's it. And that lasted 58 seconds. That's about what I average, always under a minute. And so what you do is, and the whole time, you know, I'm doing my best to match and, and mirror the, uh, the client so that she's just, she, with NLP rapport building, they, they like you, they trust you, they feel safe with you. And that's what helps them go into hypnosis so easily. And so I take a minute to do that. And, uh, and Sean, and maybe that, maybe just to mention, so because you've mentioned those a few times, those kind of NLP techniques that you use to build yes. up before. What are some of those kind of gems of wisdom that you could share? With oh, us okay. Use? Okay. The biggest one, the biggest one is is matching, uh, and that is if you if you watch two people, two friends uh, having a conversation, you're gonna you're gonna notice things if you look very carefully. You're gonna notice, and you watch carefully, you'll notice some things. Like for instance. Their posture, they have the same, they adopt the same posture, their movements, they'll speak at the same rate, the same speed, the same volume, they use similar vocabulary, they, uh, and, and, and you'll see them, they mirror one another, that's what human beings do when they are in rapport, and so what we use, when we uh, use NLP rapport building techniques, we're actually doing that, we're mirroring not exactly, but similarly, we're mirroring the voice, the vocabulary, the actions, all that stuff of the other person we want to establish rapport with. Yeah. And it's magic. It, it just allows you to make such a close connection with people. It's, it, it's magical. And as I said before, it changed my life. So it enables me to be a far more uh, uh, effective hypnotist because when I have rapport, I know I can get hypnosis. And so it's that's it's the best thing in the world. Now, some people will say, well, you know, NLP is kind of, you know, you could use that to manipulate people. Well, I don't believe it, that you can. I think that if you if someone was a manip manipulative person, I think they get found out pretty quickly. But I think if your heart is pure and all you want to do is establish rapport with someone so you can help them or, or be friends with them, I think there's nothing wrong in that. And so, yes, so that's, that's my main thing. I mean, there are, there are many, many different parts of NLP, but 
for my, for me, the most important thing is being able to relate to other human beings, to be like Terry. <laughs> to be like Terry. And again, to have, as you said, to have a good intentions, to, yes. a, a, to help people, because this is about change work and helping yes. people. But it's like you're kind of helping people to help themselves. Yes, yes. It is, um, oh my gosh, it's, it's just... And, and I think everyone, everyone wants to be a healer, right? Everyone wants to, wants to be able to, I mean, when you, when many of us were children, we wanted to be, we wanted to be doctors or, or, uh, or other medical people like nurses, such as yourself. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a cool feeling to know that you can, you can help people. Um, I mean, there, what, what other better thing is there to do with your life than to help other people um and you're right you're you're raising yourself up by raising other people up so it's that ripple effect that goes out you know like into that person's life into their family into their community society into their workplace out into the world it's a ripple effect isn't it? It, it, it absolutely it's a ripple effect i mean if you could look at life as something like well you know, we're on this planet and, and we're going to die. And, and if you, if you are religious, maybe you, you believe that there, as I am, you believe in an afterlife. Uh, and, and that's nice, but, but at some point there's this, there's this existential crisis that many of us go through, maybe all of us. And it's, what is this all about? We're all going to die. What, what, what really is it, um, What's it all about? What does it even matter? And, and that's a hard question. But the, the answer that I've found that, that helps me is, well, what, what makes it matter is, I mean, what, what matters is, can you contribute to the happiness of, of other human beings? And that is, wow, I mean, what, what's better than that? What's, what's more meaningful than that? And, and so you know, to be the healer is, oh, I don't know. It's just, it's just really, you know, Brian, <laughs> it's wonderful. Absolutely. And you're also like, Sean, as you know, like even at a quantum physics level, we're all mm-hmm. energy. We're all yes. kind of connected to each other. So again, if you can lift that energy, if we can lift that vibration, and especially mm-hmm. after the last couple of years, now we're not going to mention that, oh. but you know, like <laughs> at the moment, I think people are almost, I, there's a, almost a kind of a hangover from the last <laughs> few years and uh-huh. again energies are kind of down and kind of you know there's lots of stuff happening at the moment so yeah. like that Sean if if you know if, if we can lift help people lift their own energy that and that's mm-hmm. that helps lift our energy and then we can go and help lift up more people's energy so it's it's you know, it's it's that ripple effect, that wave, that energy vibration that we can raise up. Again, that helps everybody. Absolutely, I know that generally you like to treat three questions in these, uh, and and we did the first one, like how did I get here? That was that was the boring part, <laughs> and then you want to you always ask, you know, how do you mind, uh, how do you take care of yourself, and how you mind others? But honestly, for me, it's it the last two are, they're the same thing. Um, nothing has ever made me happier than being able to help other people. And the more I help other people, it, it, I get, I get this, um, I get so much psychic income 
from helping other people that that makes my life just, that makes my life wonderful. I have a wonderful life. And, um, and the thing that makes me the happiest is being able to uh, help people through hypnotherapy or, or teach people. Teaching is kind of cool too, because if you train another hypnotist, they can go out and, and that's a, that's a force multiplier. And so they can help other people and maybe they teach later. Uh, uh, some of my students have become hypnosis instructors too, and they're out teaching people. And it's, it's as you said, the ripple effect out there. And, and that's what, that's what makes me feel good. That's what makes me feel fulfilled. And that's what gives me a happy life, you know, and, and to do the therapy with people, um, you know, whether it's something um, ordinary like weight loss or, or smoking cessation or something like that. I mean, I had, I had a, a long and, and very fulfilling career in the government, but nobody in, nobody during that period ever looked at me and said, you know what, you changed my life. Nobody ever told me that, but when, when I'm doing hypnotherapy, people say that, and that's, wow. I mean, that is, that is amazing. <laughs> exactly. And again, you're literally saving your lives and that's the magic of, of what we do. That's the magical part, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's kind of funny story. Um, my wife, Stephanie, I told her years ago, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to stop doing the, the smoking cessation um, uh, sessions. And she said, why? And I said, well, you know, they're, they're all basically the same thing and it gets kind of boring and I want to work with the really cool stuff. And, uh, and I don't see any reason to, you know, to keep doing all these smoking sessions. And she said, because you save people's lives. My wife, my wife and my conscience yes <laughs> yeah each life is different absolutely absolutely well sean so, th thank you so much for sharing that with me and that just that amazing toolkit that you have and for kind of telling us about you know some of those rapport techniques that you use and mm -hmm. just your whole approach to hypno to hypnosis and hypnotherapy it's just it's just so inspiring and like what's your favorite part of what you do and why um well, favorite part is probably is probably changing people's lives. That's that's my favorite part. But there's some other things that really excite me too, like uh, doing research. Um, I I've spent a long time, many many years, looking into uh, hypnotizability. What makes some people more hypnotizable than others? And of course, this is a good thing to be able to teach other hypnotists so they can do their job better. I, I love the, the research really turns me on. Um, entertain, entertaining really turns me on. That, I'll say demonstrating. Uh, demonst demonstrating hypnosis really turns me on because I, I tell people, I say, I, I, I was at a uh, hypnosis conference uh, last month and I, I was talking and I said, uh, during my presentation, I said, you know what, this is so cool because you are the coolest person in the room. Do you realize that? Because sometimes we lose track, we lose sight of that. You as a hypnotist are the coolest person in the room, unless there's a brain surgeon astronaut in the room. And then even so, they're not going to be as interesting as you. So, so exactly. what you have, the ability to demonstrate hypnosis and the ability to help people and the ability to entertain and all, it is, it is the coolest thing in the world. And, yeah. and 
So now you're the cool kid, right? I don't know about you, Brian, but I wasn't the cool kid in high school. My sister no, Terry I wasn't. was. Right? <laughs> now you're Terry, the cool Terry, kid. Terry was much cooler than us, Sean. Oh, <laughs> Terry was so cool. Terry, Terry's still cool. She's, she's still cool. She, <laughs> but, she's, even, she's even cooler. Yeah, she she yeah she just ages like uh, well I don't know but anyway <laughs> but no um but now if to to learn hypnosis you could be the cool kid because nobody's cooler than a hypnotist and and that's pretty cool it's like having a superpower and uh, yeah so I'm I'm very blessed. <laughs> cool. No, it is magical. Look at it. We could talk for hours about hypnosis yes. and hypnotherapy, and we will again. But um, <laughs> yeah, it is so magical. But again, thank you for sharing that journey with me, Sean, and that amazing toolkit that you have. And how do you mind you? Honestly, just concentrating on others instead of myself. Uh, I think when I was a young man, I used to be inside my own head, and I, I liked people and I wanted to be friends to people. But I just, I don't know. I guess, I guess my focus was, was too internal. Mm -hmm. And since I changed my, my outlook on life and started concentrating on other people and helping other people, that makes my life so, so beautiful and so fulfilling. And I don't, I mean, I do normal stuff. I, I, I exercise. I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on the courts two days, uh, or sorry, two hours every day. And then when we finish this interview, that's where I'm heading. But, yeah. uh, and then also, you know, I eat right, but that most of that I attribute to my wife, Stephanie, because she's a wonderful cook and she cooks stuff that's healthy, but, but also really good tasting. So, so okay. I, that's, that way I take care of myself, but really what, what, what does it for me is, is helping other people. And, and when I do that, I don't have to worry about me because that's all the, that's that's all the, the I don't know good feeling that I need. So absolutely. Yeah. Now again, you know, kind of I suppose I talk to a lot of people on this podcast about, you know, you, you can pour from an empty cup. So I suppose you, right. you, like as you said, like you know, like you're doing your 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 diet, your exercise. Like you, you mm -hmm. always have to make sure that your cup is as full as possible. And um, mm -hmm. to the way on a plane, they say if the mask comes down, yeah, you put your own on first. But again, <laughs> you know, it's getting but, it, but it's getting that balance of you uh -huh. know hel helping lots of people and kind of spreading that kind of magic around but keeping keeping your own cup filled as well isn't it yeah it it, it is but I, I honestly have to say that what fills my cup is is uh is other people um and concentrating on them and it, it's just i for some reason it, it just may it makes me happy um yeah it, it 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 makes me so happy and i'm so fortunate and you know i, I and you know i have a, a wonderful um, supporting family and um, supportive family, and uh, yeah, that's it's my life is good, but cool, and again, it's because I'm externally focused now. Yeah, and again, that ripples out like into the world and into you know like into your family, into your society, into yes. the world. So everyone benefits. The vibration is kind of the energy is lifted. So absolutely. But Sean, mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing that with me. And where can thank people you. find you? Uh, well, let's see. They can um, they can find me. My website is worldsfastesthypnotist.com. And uh, and I put out a newsletter. I've, I've issued, a, well, I'm on issue number 506 now, where I teach uh, how to hypnotize. And also I talk about hypnosis research and that sort of thing. They can find me on YouTube. If you search for World's Fastest Hypnotist, I have 
perhaps uh, 300 videos. Some of them are um, teaching hypnosis. So that's free. Um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, those are two good ways to, uh, to get in touch with me. Cool. And I can, I can, I can uh, tell everyone that I've watched a lot of your videos over the last seven years since I qualified as a hypnotherapist. <laughs> um, I get your newsletter and they're full of really valuable content and advice and tips. And John, like you, you're just always so generous with, you know, your videos and your advice and your guidance. So I want to thank you personally for that. But anyone listening, have a look at, you know, check out Sean's website and the videos. And there's just a huge amount of knowledge and, you know, kind of golden nuggets in there. So Sean, again, thank you so much for being so kind and so generous today and for sharing with me how you mind others, how you mind you and best of luck with everything that you do in the future. Thank you so much, Brian. It's really been fun. Thank you so much for listening to Mind You. And I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You Podcast wherever you listen to it. And please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. You can find me and Mind You at brianbarneswellbeing.com.